Friday State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Good Tuesday morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I, 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 I'm dragging ass today. I, I promise you, I, I'm going to get through the show. I'm very tired. I was up late last night. You all know where I was. Let me say the good mornings first, and then I'll get into the new kids on the Avenue show with Rick Astley in Vogue and Salt and Pepper. Let me say good mornings first, though. Uh, you got to get that out of the way. Straight Fire says good morning, ass. Uh, go grab some tacos. Hell yeah, it's Taco Tuesday, people. Bradster says morning, big and ass hats, too. Andrew says it's Tuesday and I'm eating tacos for breakfast. Morning, y'all. Oh, man. Give me some, give me some Whataburger taquitos. Hangtown, Jen is in the house. We missed you yesterday, Jen. Jen, you weren't here. I, I, I did a Cowboy Carl yesterday. You know, I'll, I'll find Cowboy Carl. But first, we have to do the Flo Flumpkin. The Flo Flumpkin. ...of a man taking a shit on the toilet while getting S blowjob. All while the pee is also flowing from his cock in the head mouth, and she is flowing, which means having her period. So there you go. That That's the flow flumpkin. And then, let's see. Uh, <laughs> the cowboy Carl. There, there, There's cowboy Carl. Here you go. Just for you, Jen. When you sh** in between two fat rolls fold, get over tight and process to have sex with it while yelling squeal piggy. Bro. I gave this girl a cowboy Carl last night. She was not impressed. I wouldn't be either. But there you go, Jen. So the Flo Flumpkin and the cowboy Carl for you this fine Tuesday morning. Swoosh 23 says, good morning, ass family. Swoosh, not swoosh. Sound like my dad there. Swoosh 23. Uh, Arise, good morning to you in Oklahoma. Oh, looky there, looky there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my lucky it is the one and only bratty kid. I like simple pleasures like butter in my ass, lollipops in my mouth. That's just me. That's just something that I enjoy. Call me crazy. Call me a pervert. What the fuck starts a conversation I like know. that? I, I just mean, sat down. Jesus criminy. That's craziness right there. Uh, my man Derek is in the house. He says, good Tuesday morning, ass family. Time for Wimpy to pay up. Becca. Yes, indeed. It is. Uh, v Coop says Arnie needs some ACDC to come off his NKOTB high. Yeah, yeah, that that that's what I needed. That and Van Halen. And actually, I did need those. Straight Fire says pick up your balls and load your uh, cannons. Let's see. Uh, Zach says, uh, peop- uh, good morning. How was the show? Did you get in the mosh pit? Uh, I'll tell you all about it here. Uh, let's see, uh, Alicia says, good morning, ass family. We're just a battery for hire with a gunfire. Uh, Brett says, what's up, ass masters? Was it great last night? Uh, oof. You did a cowboy Carl? Fuck, that's, <laughs> that was all you heard coming out of my mouth through the 90s. Fuck, what took you so long? All right, so last night, <sighs> 
Good Lord. Last night was... It was very, very interesting. Let's just put it that way. I mean... being here too i was working with uh linder and realtor house shopping finalizing actual plans to move and such was overwhelming and time consuming hey it's okay we're always here for you jen jen we you know we know that you're gonna be you've got a busy few months ahead of you and we're gonna be supporting you all that way buenos dias ogre how are you my friend so last night was the mixtape 2022 tour before mentioned in KOTB, in Vogue, Rick Astley, and uh, somebody else. I, I don't remember. I, I, I'm blanking now. Let's see. There's Rick Astley, in Vogue, Salt and Pepper, and New Kids on the Block. That was it. So, show starts off with in KOTB coming out first. It's like, oh, okay. So they're going to do this like an actual mixtape. They're going to sing a few songs, and somebody's going to come out and sing a few songs, and somebody else is going to come out, and KODB and all this kind of stuff. Here's the thing, though. If you're going to have somebody come out and sing a few songs, Rick Astley, you need more than one hit. Now, it was really, really cool to get Rick rolled in public or in person like that. But I had a few issues with the show. Now, Now, first and foremost, let me just say, Those guys put on a heck of a show. It seems like all their fans were happy. They were dancing. And by the way, some of you motherfuckers out there that go to these shows and dance, you shouldn't. Now, we, we got to the show. We had a... And by the way, hey, I, I have a new fucking... I, I have a new bugaboo. Parking in parking garages. They, uh, never again. No, uh, not going to do it. If you park in a parking garage, you got to park on the first floor. Otherwise, it's fucking mayhem. So we park in the parking garage, come down. We, uh, we like for me now, we, 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 we're exploiting the handicap, the bad knees. So I get the handicap seats at all shows now. By the way, American Airlines Arena, your, your handicap seats are phenomenal. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to go to a Stars game next year. You should have, you got Rick rolled. Come on, that's priceless. At best, he should just sing the song on loop three times. That would suffice. Oh, you're getting ahead of me. Um, <laughs> Jen Sellers will cover your closing costs. If you let them perform the Cowboy Carl, <laughs> I'll keep that in mind, V-Coot. So, uh, so we get our handicapped seats. I'm sitting there, and there's this gal sitting next to us. And I, I could just look at her and go, oh, yeah, that was an ID skid right there. Oof. She was rough and could not dance to save her life. And they were all trying. So new kids come out, and their fans go crazy, and they they, they played all their hits. I got to give them credit. They played all their hits. But you see, I, I'm what you would call a concert aficionado. 
I have probably seen over a thousand bands in my life. I've been to hundreds of concerts. So I, I, I am I am what you would call probably pretty much an expert when it comes to going to a live show. And I have a huge problem with last night's show. Not the fact that it was new kids on the block. Hey, hey. I can't take away from them selling millions and millions of albums. I will say this. Their lead singer, whatever that fella's name is, the one that ain't the Wahlberg. Brother, if you can't hit the high notes anymore, don't try. And, and if you're going to be out of tune and, and pitchy, whew, live ain't the way to do it. Now, there was a lot of stuff, I think, last night that was, uh, oh, thank you, Arise, for letting me know his name is Jordan. Appreciate that. I don't know what song he was singing near the end, but, boy, he was trying to hit some notes, and I was like, oh, fuck. This is like an Ask Arnie song. Clint Black coming to Cash Creek in July. That'll be a good show. I like old Clint Black. Um, They were on stage for two hours, two-and-a-half-hour show last night. So... My big thing when with the show, and, and I judge a lot on this, is how the show ends. There's nothing worse than when a performer does his biggest hit, either somewhere in the middle or real close to the end, but doesn't do the end. Now, I'm going to ask y'all a question real quick. Okay, I, I'm going to see if y'all can play along with me here. Um, the artist known as Billy Idol. You know, blonde hair, punk rock dude. What would you say his biggest hit would be and what he would end his shows with? Hangtown Gents says Rebel Yell. Ogre says that's tough. White Wedding or Rebel Yell. He's going to end on an upbeat song, so probably Rebel Yell. Dancing with Myself. Rebel Yell or White Wedding. Uh, what is Rebel Yell or White Wedding? Cradle of Love. Rebel Yell. You would think you'd hear this last. Right? That's it. That, you know that's the song that you're going to leave to. And you're like, fuck yeah, he's doing it. Billy Idol ends his show with this. I love Billy Idol. I do not love seeing Billy Idol live, though, because he always ends with that song. That's not even his song. So the new kids come out last night, and I guess uh, Arias says uh, um, they always end the mixtape tour with the song all the artists sing together. Yeah, they did that last night, but do you know what song they did? 
And, and I have a real problem with this. Um, this is the song that they all sang together. Like, wait a second. He already sang this in what 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 Ogre called on my Facebook page, it, a suit that looked like the color of a bruised vagina. Lots of wardrobe. Look, look. Oh no, the the fans were happy. That 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 equals a great show right there, and I'm glad. Yeah, that 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 that's a one and done with that group, though. Sorry, uh, uh-uh. uh, I I I've done my time, and I was good through most of the show too. You can you can you can ask. I was good until Homeboy couldn't hit them fucking notes, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is terrible. Last time they wrote an original song, yeah. Yeah, and then they yeah they sang some dumb other song before I don't know what's a, maybe that's the song they wrote, but then you got Rick rolled again. I thought it would be '80s Baby Value. That's the new song with everyone. No, that is not allowed. If you're going to do a collaboration song with the mashup of bands, it has to be songs none of them did solo. Exactly. I know, look, man, I know is, and you can't end the show with it. I'd say I made it through about 97% of that show. Just sitting there, listening these terrible songs over and over again. But hey, hey, hey. Hey. As long as Brady Kid had a good time, it was her Valentine's Day present, that's all I cared about. We should have closed with We Are the World. Oh, I would have gotten out and stormed out then. Yeah, and let me t- let me let me let you in on a little secret. So ninety percent, okay, okay, I'll, I'll give you ninety three percent of the show. I was good. So they come out, do they 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 play? They're hanging tough, and I know that that's going to be the last song that that new kids do. And I'm like, done out, sweet, because there's no encore. Just everybody comes out and they sing these fucking crap songs. Man, we could have got up, got to the parking garage, been home an hour early. We had to listen to those last two goddamn songs. Uh, I got a pic of me and Jordan in the background when he came down the aisle and stopped right by us. Yeah, they they did that walking in the crowd shit a lot last night. Uh, so there you go. So yes, I I, I that is my my book report from last night's concert. Uh, let's see. Out of five stars, I'll give the show. I'll give the show four and a quarter stars. Just a, a one one star, like, 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 I can't give it five because, A, I hate new kids on the block. So it was punishment for me to go, but it was for a good cause. Uh, the way they ended, that, that that's just bad. So, so, so four and a quarter stars out of five.
So, Braddy Rise, uh, can you name the NKOTB, please? I was thinking about last night. I can name two, Lance Bass and Marky Mark's brother. Well, Lance Bass ain't in there. Let's see. Oh, Donnie, Joe McIntyre, Jonathan Knight, isn't Lance Bass? I think Lance Bass is in, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, in Suck. Joe, Jordan Knight, Donnie Wahlberg, Danny Wood. those millennials in there last night by the way the the uh, the official millennial age is from 81 on so just let you know if you want to be cool in a gen xer like me 1980s a cutoff all right boy a lot of shows are coming to the metroplex jen jen you're gonna be excited i you know what i think that that you should plan I, I personally think, Jen, Jen, I'm being totally real here. Um, hold on, I got to find it. No, I, I know where I can find it. Let's see. Uh, there we go. There we go. Uh, I believe it's in October. No, 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 Jen, in October, the one and only. They tried to get rid of me. Yeah. But from ocean to ocean. Yeah. They gonna have to deal with me. Yeah. I've been overlooked, slept on, stepped on, left for dead. Always against all eyes like Pac said. I'm the living great Gatsby. But these boys are watching quick and disappear like Banksy. From ocean to ocean, sea to sea. I'm something that you gotta see. Gonna take a love to drive me away. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck you. You hate me, don't you? <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll be smiting my little dog, too. Yeah, we were when we went to the uh, rodeo last week over at the, the new Dickies Arena in Fort Worth, they had, you know, on their scrolling, like, like Tron or whatever the fuck it's called, up there, all their upcoming shows, and I saw Pitbull, and I was like, Jesus Last night, like Lizzo and her special guest, Lado. Boy, that's got to be confusing backstage. Lizzo and Lado. You know they're both sticking their head out of their dressing room when somebody yells for them. Yeah, did you say me? That show's coming. Uh, I guess White Snake is touring for the final time. Who did I see? Rod Stewart and Cheap Trick are going to be in Fort Worth. There's a lot of shows coming to the Metroplex. Donnie, Mark, Jonathan, da- Joe, Danny. <laughs> Blowy, sucky, junky, homo, and Rex. Uh, yeah, lots of shows coming. Uh, Alan Jackson's going to be here on my birthday, but no, I don't want to see that show. I'd rather see George Thorogood or the Longhorns game. Uh, all right, hey, should we start the show now since I've got my my penance uh, of new kids on the block paid and, and, and ready to go? You know what's horrible? It is music. Eventually my head starts bobbing and within minutes I'm singing the song even if I hate it. I don't like Pitbull, but 45 seconds in I'll even fucking doubt the greatness of the 305. I just can't help myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, not going to the Pitbull show. Just not going. Uh, it has been over 100 days. Yeah, Brady Kid, you might want to hold your breath on Carrot Top. Um, 
It's been over a hundred days with Joe Biden not doing any sort of sit-down mainstream interview. Now, this means his handlers are fucking doing their job finally because they are said to be, quote, quote, petrified of what he might say. That is an actual quote, that his handlers are petrified. He'll say things that, like like the Taiwan thing the other day. So now they're worried about what he'll say? Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to to being sued. Come on. I mean... So the best way to get something done, if if it holds near and dear to you, that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. How could I be the president of the United States of America? Come on, man. Mm. A hundred days? Come on. Look, look, come on. Let, let's all come together. Democrats, Republicans, Independents, I don't know, Green Partiers. Let's all come together and just say, look. Look, look. What a stupid son of a bitch. Yes, straight fire, he really is. Um. No one in their right mind, meaning correct mind. My favorite is the American one word. Oh, you you mean, wait, hold on a sec. Where did I do that one? America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in uh, (laughs) the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. Yes. Traveling with him. Uh-huh. Unless we travel 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody can say this man's done a good job at all in two years. And by the way, he's done so bad, there's no riding the ship. He is such a bad president. He's done 23 press interviews since being elected, since since being inaugurated. Donald Trump did 95. Barack Obama, in the same time frame, did 187. Now, you want to tell me why they're protecting him? Oh, because he's not actually leading the country, and he's he's just a fucking weird old man. Joe Biden is like Porky Pig had a stroke. Yeah, and and let's just, let's just go ahead and apologize to Porky Pig for t- 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 <laughs> saying he's like Joe 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 Biden. Biden is really a demon, and that is him casting spells. It's the only thing that makes sense. It really is. I I, I mean like. He comes out the other day also and says that we need to really keep an eye on monkeypox. Now, come on. Is this the newest disease now? Monkeypox? And as we decided on the show, we were going to spread misinformation about this. 
The only way to get monkeypox is that you've had sex with someone or you've had sex with a monkey. You've had sex with a monkey or you've had sex with someone that had sex with a monkey. And, and, and by the way, let me just say this right now. The what, the what researchers and doctors and experts are saying, the number's about 200 people worldwide that have it right now. And it's only contagious through sex. That is true. So why should we be worried about it? I mean, if, if you're going to go out with somebody that looks like they've had monkeypox, because they get lesions and shit like that, if you're having sex with somebody with lesions, you might think that you're going to pick up some sort of disease. I'm just saying. Many cases being found to have skin lesions in the genital area. Boy, there's nothing like getting ready to fucking unzip them pants and see a big old fucking lesion there. Ugh. Hey, good morning, hot mama. How are you? Mmm, what if you have sex with someone who self-identifies as a monkey? You can be afraid to get it because they're going to be strange and they might have sex with monkeys if they say they are a monkey. So I, I would stay away from those people, Douglas. Uh, I saw that monkeypox story and thought, what the heck? Just to pull out old school funky diseases and illnesses in a bucket. <laughs> Next will be the great scurvy outbreak of 2024. Uh, they're saying it spread at two raves in Europe. Yeah, that's what I was reading. Yeah, they, they had a, a super spreader event, so. Derek says, I've been married for 24 years. I don't have sex anyways. I'm good. I guess those new fucking monkey raves all the kids are doing. Uh, Let's see. Note to self, cancel tickets to the zoo tonight. Or just wear a condom. (laughs) I just thought of something. (laughs) Uh, let's see oh we're gonna make a little phone call here real quick just don't mind me uh let's see uh one uh oh there we go Thank you for calling Church and Dwight Consumer Relations. Please remain on the line, and the first available representative will assist you. Thank you. To continue in English, please press 1. Pour continuer. If this is a medical emergency, please hang up and contact your local emergency services or health care provider. If this is a request for medical information, please contact 1-800-705-5045. For all other questions or concerns, please remain on the line, and the first available representative will assist you. Great. Thank you. Your calls may be monitored or recorded for quality or training purposes. Hi, I'm Matt Farrell, CEO of Church & Dwight. The opinions of our consumers are very important to us, and we'd like to hear from you. In a conversation with our representative, 
I uh, hope you'll stay on the line. I have it on mute Tell right now. During our automated satisfaction survey. Hello, thank you for calling Twitchin' Delight. My name is Michael. How may I help you? Uh, this is like the parent company for Trojan, correct? Yes. Um, I was recently at a rave in Europe, uh, and uh, I, I, I was using your products. Uh, I, I, there's this monkey pox going around. Will your condoms protect me from monkey pox? I am not aware of that. Yeah, it, it, it's a new disease that's spreading. It came from this rave, like I said, I went to in Europe. And, and like, uh, th- some of the symptoms are bad. Like, you break out in lesions, and you start growing hair on your shoulders. And one lady started to sprout a tail. And I'm just wondering if your product protects me from that. And how do people get the monkeypox? Monkeypox is spread through sexual intercourse. You say uh, it's called monkey bug? Monkey pox. P-O-X at the end. Oh, monkey I... pox. Okay. Huh. I've never really heard about that. Or, you might um... want to open a, a, a an internet page today. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was going to ask, do you have a specific uh, Trojan condom you use? And if so, would you please uh, give me the Barker number on the box if you have it? The blue one? I I don't have any with me because I flew back to America. I used all my condoms there. Okay. You say in Africa, right? No, I was was over in Spain. Oh, in Spain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let me see if uh, we have any information about. Uh, okay. I know our condom protects people like from uh, sexual disease, but right. I've never heard about. Okay, uh, all right. Hey, is there any truth? See. Let me let me ask you one more question. Is there any truth that the difference between a a, a, a used tire and uh, three hundred sixty five uh, used condoms, one's a good year and one's a great year? <laughs> Is that a joke or is that a real question? That was a real question. Uh, there you go. Yeah, all right. There you- <laughs> I cracked him up. I broke him. I broke him. The guy sounds so uncomfortable talking about this. Yes, you got him to laugh because I am the king. You start craving bananas or throw your poop. And then you took all the air out of the sails. Damn, that was harsh. Eh, well, you know, I, I wanted to find out if their if their product protects me from monkeypox. <laughs> oh, I'm such a dick sometimes, aren't I? Yeah, well, that's okay. Uh, all right, no, another dick that we got to worry about. Who's starting to talk about this shit again? Dr. Anthony Fauci. I'm sorry, Mr. Tony Fauci has weighed in on misinformation during a commencement address at Princeton, claiming that the U.S. has grown subject to lies.
What troubles me is that this difference of opinion or ideology have in certain situations been reflected by egregious distortions of reality. What, like saying that wearing a mask and, and socially distancing will help? I mean, I can call you out for all your shit first, dude. Sadly, elements of our society have grown increasingly inured in a cacophony of falsehoods. See, I don't like He wants to use a big-ass word like, like cacophony, which means like loudness. He didn't even really use that right. A cacophony of falsehoods and lies that often stands largely unchallenged. Largely unchallenged, my fucking dick. If you said something wrong about COVID on Facebook, you got fucking hammered. You had that little sign put up there. Leading to insidious acceptance of what I call the normalization of untruths. The normalization of untruths? That should be called your office. You come out and say that you're a huge baseball fan and you can't even throw a baseball past the fucking mound. I mean, seriously. Oh, here we go. Here, here, here the asshole is speaking. Is fundamentally devoid of politics in the classic sense. Being in Washington has allowed me to experience firsthand the intensity of the divisiveness in our nation. Oh, man. If I would have known he was going to be, if I know he's speaking somewhere, I might go. Just so I can do this right here. Let's see, hold on. The intensity of the divisiveness in our nation. Hey, fuck you. What troubles me is that differences of opinion or ideology have in certain situations been reflected by egregious distortions of reality. You have no dick. Sadly, elements of our society have grown increasingly inured to a cacophony of falsehoods and lies that often stand largely unchallenged. And fucked, and, and Anthony Fauci touched my penis. To an insidious acceptance of what I call the normalization of untruths. Did, did he just recently watch a Dennis Miller special? Why has he got to be throwing out all these $50 words, the cacophony and all this shit? He's never talked to us like that before. Fuck you, Fauci. You're looking at, I, I, if I get monkeypox, I'm going to start throwing poop at people, and you're number uno. Doesn't Mr. Fauci have some shoes to cobble or presents to wrap? I hate that demonic little elf. Yes, by the media and administration in office. I know, right? I mean, he's calling out all the people that are lying, so he's calling out, the Biden administration himself, and the media. How this was such a horrible, dangerous disease, yet it killed less than 1% of Americans. Our total deaths by year did not go up. And this one here, this is my favorite part of the entire COVID talk. More people have died on Joe Biden's watch than Donald Trump's. 
Think about it. He would be number one to be covered in number two. I can't wait for Biden's speech on monkeypox. He's come out and said, wait, wait, I, I did find something. I thought, uh, let's see. I thought he did say something about it, that they're going to keep an eye on it and all this bullshit. That motherfucker can't even keep gas prices in check, let alone a disease. I mean, what a dipshit. His gaffe, they're saying yesterday, I, I don't know if his gaffe will start a war between China and Taiwan, but they're saying, man, oh, man, he really fucked up. What the hell is this? Afghan rebel group asked for Biden's support. What? No. no. Uh-uh. No. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry, Afghans. America's closed. Moose out front should have told you. What's he going to do? Send more Marines there to get killed? I don't think so. What? Oh, no way. Is this true? I'm just going to read this to you. Uh, A new polling shows a majority of Americans believe President Biden is incompetent. Um, amid a struggling economy, spiking inflation, independent journalist Glenn Greedwald said Monday that the left and mainstream media are gearing up to double down on their blame game. When Democrats struggled to grapple with Hillary Clinton's loss to Donald Trump, saying that instead of seeking introspect and on to constructively campaign in future elections, the left sought to blame everyone from the Green Party nominee, Jill Stein, to Russia, to American people for the failure. What the Democrats are saying is, quote, the voters are dumb. So Democrats are blaming the voters. I love it. Breaking news, Kellyanne Conway and her husband, George Conway, are on the rocks. She talks about it in her new book. They were on the rocks when she was part of the administration, though, wasn't she? Because he's a liberal and she was Kellyanne Conway. They fought all the time. Special Kale says, I'm tired of spending our money on other countries. Amen to that. Afghanis want more tanks and helicopters. Jesus, we didn't leave them enough? Are they broke them all already? Douglas says, don't blame me. I didn't vote for any Democrats. Well, Democrats blame everyone else for their loss. 2020 Republicans blame everyone else for their loss. Interesting. Uh, God, what are we going to do in the next election? I'm not. I, I don't even know what to think anymore. Oh, I have this titled this stupid liberal here. Hold on, let me read this. Oh. Okay. <sighs> Washington State Democratic Congressional Candidate Rebecca Parson has a bold idea to get Congress to pass housing legislation. 
Are you ready for this? This is her plan. She wants a million people to break into empty houses. Parsons, a member of the Democratic Socialists of America, Oh, oh, is this what she can do? Okay, here we go. Here's her ad campaign. Oh, I hope this is it. Warning this week that yeah. housing prices are becoming unhinged from fundamentals. Oh, she's listening. You feel it? I feel it? We're on the edge of collapse. The corporate elite tell us not to worry, but what has doing what they told us ever gotten us? Got you fat. Really? Oh, she's living in her Prius. I went to college. I got a master's degree. I ended up living in my car. And whose fault is that? Oh, wow. There she goes. I did what they told me. Protests, letters, phone calls. Nothing changed. Did you get a job? So I stopped doing what they told me. We occupied empty buildings and got 200 shelter beds added in our town. 200 people who didn't freeze to death. Billionaires tell us you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Well, fuck that. They want you depressed and hopeless. No. I, I, I can't play any more of this because now we have, we have someone who's running for Congress who is telling people to break into houses. How is that ethical? In her book, she says he was the one who encouraged her to be uh, Trump's campaign manager and then turned around and tweeted over 100,000 times about her and Trump. Uh, She says in 2016 he had zero tweets until she took the position. Yeah. Empty can be defined as people at work or on vacation, yeah. Fat lawyer sounds like a real piece of shit. Yeah, this gal's name is Rebecca Parsons. I'm going to wait till her car is parked somewhere and I'm going in and taking it over. It was empty. Get a fucking job, you worthless, entitled, spoiled piles of ostrich cum. Why we left Washington. No, no, she's running for Congress. She's not in there yet. But this is Washington State. They might elect this crazy bitch. Break into my house, then meet Mr. 9mm. Master's degree in what? Advanced basket weaving and lesbian dance theory? I dropped out of high school, and I'm currently making more than 100000 a year. Fuck off with your BS. Not my fault. You got a master's degree in social justice and can't get a job. No, this is what it is. Come on. This woman's what I like to refer to as this. She's somebody who was a professional student forever. And by professional student, I mean that's somebody who gets a degree And then they get an advanced degree, and then they work on their master's, but they don't have a job. I know plenty of people that have master's degrees who worked that entire time and then got their master's degree. And I know plenty of people that have just gone to school their entire life, 
because they're a they're a professional student. This this pig, Rebecca Parsons. You know what? We 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 need to. Uh oh, I'm in a mood today. I tell you what, it's good for y'all that I went to the new kid concert, Rebecca. Par, Parsons, contact number. Oh, yeah. No, I, I want her can Oh, you know what? Her campaign. Pain. Contact number. There we go. In this rich country, da-da-da-da-da. There we go. Continue to cite. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Donate? No, I'm not going to donate to you. I'd really like to call you. No, I can't call you here on this page on RebeccaParsonsIsAPig.com. I guess she's she's on Facebook, Rebecca Parsons, so I might just have to fucking start trolling her page. What an idiot. You're going to break into empty houses? Boy, I tell you what, if I came home from 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 vacation and you're squatting in my house, I'm cutting your fucking head off. I ain't going through the rigmarole. Uh-uh. I'm just going to tell you right now, these, these fucking people that like to squat and then they say, oh, well, I'm a resident here and I have squatter's rights. Well, you have the right to get your head cut off. I know someone who didn't work and only focused on getting her master's. Oh, yeah, she lived off me and then got a degree and left. I'm sorry, Douglas. But that's what that that. See, so she's gone as far as she can in school. So now what she's going to do is tell people how to do things. This is a woman who has probably no work experience in her life. And she's going to be a congresswoman. She's going to tell people how to live their lives, even though she's had her nose in a book her entire life. If your only skill is highlighting and underlining, and and, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. People who go get their master's and things like that, they work hard for it, and most of them, most of them are educators or they work in the education field or, or even possibly medical field. Yet they're working in that field. I know an ass family member who had to do all that stuff. Yet they were still working at the same time. Wow. Are you ready for this? This is what else. She says the minimum wage shouldn't be $7.25 an hour. It shouldn't be $15 an hour. Are you ready? She wants minimum wage to be $30 an hour. Let it sink in. Let that I I I I I want you to sink it in. Because when you hear $30 an hour for minimum wage, you get upset. But then you really get upset when you let it sink in. That you're going to pay a 16-year-old kid $15. 
who has zero work experience, you're going to pay him $30 an hour? $30 an hour. Really? Good idea. Gas will be 20 Oh, shit. Her little video that she had. Here, I'm, I'm going to share this thing with y'all so y'all can watch this pig. The car that she lived in that she's trying to say she lived in was a Prius because that's in the video. Her fat ass couldn't fucking live in a damn Prius. That'd be like me saying I live in a fucking Prius. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. And fuck her and her minimum wage needs to be $30 an hour. That literally made me laugh out loud. Why stop there? Make it 60 Then they can buy everything they want for free. Ratburger's texting. He says, my issue with all this is cost and who it pays. If you want to spend your youth in college, you pay for it. If you get a loan, you pay it back. Amen. If you choose to work and not go to school, you should not be required to pay someone else's education. No one but me paid for my education. I know a lot of people like that. $30 an hour? Well, I want Amber Heard to not shit in my bed. Guess we both won't get what we want. 30 bucks an hour, so a 20-ounce Coke will cost $60. Dude, I am so blown away by the price of soda now. Like, I drink a lot of soda. So we, we buy all my soda at, at Sam's Club, right? Man, you go to Taco Bell and you order a small drink, you know it's $2. A small drink at Taco Bell is $2. That's less than, it's less than 12 ounces of soda, which means it's a can, which I remember when they were a quarter each, and then they went up to 50 cents, and everybody got pissed. Now soda's like a dollar. I hate the vending machines that are like a dollar 25 or a dollar 50. Assholes, just either make it a dollar or two. And the real stupid thing sometimes is you get, like, the 16-ounce regular bottle of Dr. Pepper, and it's, like, two nineteen. But you can get the bigger bottle of Dr. Pepper, and it's, like, $1.79. You're like, what the fuck? Narnie, when you're president, please stop this $30. Oh, Look here, if I run for president, I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm going to stand up there. I'm going to be the president that y'all all want and need. I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to let it fucking fly. I'm going to look right in the middle of the camera, and I'm going to say, read my lips. There will never be a $30 an hour minimum wage. I'm not even taking it up to 15 Dick bags. And then what? Wait, 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 wait. Let's think about this, shall we? I I mean, this this is a very, very interesting topic that we've stumbled upon. You want a company like McDonald's who's in business too? That's right, make money. They have to answer to their shareholders. You see, this is what businesses do. Businesses don't care about being fair. Businesses are there to make money.
how slow will fast food be? Let, let, let's just stick with McDonald's. If you've got to pay employees $30 an hour, you're going to have what's called a skeleton crew at all times. Meaning you're going to have the minimum amount of people you ever need in the kitchen and maybe one person running the drive through and the checkout. You won't need that many people because not many people are going to be coming into your restaurant. Isn't it bad enough that the Big Mac is like $4.99 now and it hasn't changed or improved ever since we were kids? That's the real problem I have. There's been no advancement in the Big Mac. They haven't added more sesame seeds. They haven't updated their, their, their sauce. They haven't made the patties bigger. The patties are actually smaller. So why is it now 300% more than when it was when I was a kid? By the way, and I know the answer is inflation. I already know. Don't, don't, don't get ahead of me. But we here in America, we sit back and we listen to this shit, and we have idiots like this broad here who wants to run for Congress, when we should be able to sit back and go, wait a second here. I, I ain't paying $4.99 for a burger that hasn't improved in 30 fucking years. It did change. It became smaller. Thank you, Douglas. Minimum wage isn't meant to be a living wage. Thank you, Swoosh. I agree. It's meant for entry-level workers like teens who are getting experience before moving on to living wage. Look, look, look. I have yelled about this. I've screamed about this. And you, if, if you could be more right, you would be, but you can't be more right because you're already over 100% right, uh, swoosh. Minimum wage is not supposed to fucking support families. Well, I make minimum wage, and I can't even afford an apartment. You're not supposed to. But this is what, I, and, and, and this is this is the part that I love the most. Ask family. We can all gather around. We all know what we did. If we needed to make extra money, well, guess what? We would probably get another job. I don't know what, what what is minimum wage now, like seven bucks an hour. So now you can get a second job and get fourteen dollars an hour. It still ain't gonna be enough. So you might have to get that dreaded third job, part time job. I got into a huge argument on Twitter over minimum wage. I gave up because the mob came at me. As soon as Elon takes over, I will start following you and I'll back you on all that shit. Let them come after me. I'm ready to fucking fight. (laughs) Another job or sell marijuana like the rest of us normal people, right? I mean, come on. Okay, but getting back to this stupid fucking ginger twat. Oh, boy, you know her crotch stinks. 
Occupying buildings is nothing new for this idiot. She was a spokesman for the group Tacoma Housing Now, which organized a group of homeless people in 16 rooms at a motel in Washington. The group paid for one night of the rooms, then demanded that the city and state government pay as the people refused to leave. God, I hate I hate people so much. That's very reminisce, uh, reminiscent of uh, Hurricane Katrina. When when Americans bless their hearts, they they looked at and they said, you know what, we're going to open these hot these hotels for you. You stay here. And do you know what happened to those hotels? Those people did the same thing. They refused to leave when it was time to leave because they had given them enough time to get back on their feet and get started again. They stayed in the hotels, and they ended up wrecking the rooms. That's the thanks you give for the help that we we put a roof over your head? Okay. Get a job at Target, $15 an hour, just ignore customers or point at a self-checkout stand and say there. Motherfuckers got all personal insults and it wasn't worth arguing with them. With their argument was dickhead and moron. They did have uh they didn't have a compelling argument otherwise. Of course they didn't. Of course they didn't. They don't have a compelling argument because they don't know how to argue. Because they've won every argument because they, they've stormed off holding in their breath and mommy and daddy went running after them. And mommy and daddy have handed them everything they have and they think that people should be able to be just live wherever they want. Uh, sounds like she's a fucking thief. She is. I, 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 I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I'll go on the record to say this woman is a criminal. Fucking idiot. By the way, Sacramento, what the fuck are you thinking? Sacramento police see overwhelming response to gas for guns exchange. Sacramento Police Department held a gas for guns exchange last weekend. The event was supposed to last for five hours, but so many people showed up to trade guns for gas cards that they had to to end the exchange early. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, uh, we, we need to go into the future a little bit. Let, let, me, let me get my futuristic mu- music. Within the next two months, crime rates in Sacramento, and I, I'm making this prediction, crime rates in Sacramento will triple. Zach PD turning into the modern-day Gestapo. I'm just telling you right now, the, the, the crime rate in Sacramento, wherever these guns were held uh, or, or given in, 
the crime rates are going to at least double, if not triple, if not go up more. Why? Because criminals see the news too. And when they see that all these people have given up their guns, what is there to scare them into not breaking into their house? And let me tell you, let me just tell you, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, this will be the first time when, when that does happen, you will hear this sound effect. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! See, I think that's less harsh than this. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Uh, how many of these guns will somehow disappear or be lost from where they are stored? Then into the hands of criminals or south of the border? Hmm. I know, right? Isn't that shocking and peculiar all at the same time? When China invades California, I don't want to hear any bitching. Give up your guns and become a slave. And it's all for gas. I mean, look, I understand gas prices are through the roof right now, and in California they're going to go up even more. Trade a child or something, man. Keep your guns. Kidding. Kidding. You can't trade a child. I know that. The view against again, have proved how fucking stupid they actually are. It seems like Miss Nancy Pelosi, who I guess is an alleged Catholic, um, San Francisco Archbishop ruled that she can no longer receive communion due to her stance on abortion. Now, look, I'm not even going to get into this shit. Whoopi Goldberg said, how dare you? Joey Behar said that Pope Francis is not pro-choice. Really, the Pope is pro, yeah, the Pope is not pro-choice. But he's also against capital punishment. Really? You're going to compare murdering a baby to the death penalty. I really want you to think about the stupidity in that. They're equating the two. Catholics who support the death penalty, hypocrisy is in the church too. Hypocrisy started in the fucking church, dummies. But to claim that they're the same... Really? A gal goes out on a Saturday night, has unprotected sex, and wants to get an abortion. And people are against that because she was willy-nilly about it. A guy goes out and murders a family of ten, and he gets the death penalty, and you want to come to his defense? I don't even... I I I I'm at a loss of words for how stupid this show is, yet it continues to stay on television. 
oh, if something ever went viral for me and I got to be like this, this, this big shot, I would, if the view invited me on, I would jump at that chance. I want you all to think about how great it would be to see me on the view. And when Joy tries to say something, I'm just going to look at her and I'm going to go, You shut your face! If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. Now what you got? Hmm? I'll take Tommy with me. So, so in case I'm I'm talking and I'm in the middle of a sentence, and, and Joy Behar starts to interrupt me, we'll hear Tommy from the side stage yell, "So shut up, bitch!" I can get unlimited gas with my gun. <laughs> So, yes, The View thinks now abortion and the death penalty are the same. The end result is the same, but they're two different worlds. I, I need to do this story because it was out yesterday, and that this this... this Baffles me. I, I, I'm in a state of bafflement now, like I've never been before, because I see these stories, and I see a lot more stories than you guys ever see. I see these stories, and I go, why are we allowing these stories? It, it baffles me. So Dave Chappelle, who was attacked while on stage at the Hollywood Bowl a few weeks ago, the guy had a knife. He had this play-like looking gun that turns into a knife. And he came out and said he attacked Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle triggered him. Dave Chappelle and his jokes about transgenders, which I'm not sure I know the jokes that he's talking about. Um, I identify as bisexual, and I wanted him to know that he said was triggering. I wanted him to know that next time he should consider first running his material by people it could affect. Really? Really? So so this guy, by the way, shocking, is homeless. So Dave Chappelle should drive to all homeless camps. By the way, if you're homeless, how did you get tickets to fucking Dave Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl? Hmm? A, it's bullshit they didn't charge the guy with more than a misdemeanor. And B, here's the most thing. I'm not responsible for what triggers you. You're responsible for things that trigger you. Can we all say that together? I'm not responsible for what triggers you. You're responsible for what triggers you. What if I wore a blue shirt and the the color blue triggers you? Should I feel the wrath of being stabbed? Well, it triggered him, you wearing the blue shirt. I don't even know this fucking guy. (sighs) 
Oh, can you ima- oh, imagine if Dave's attacker was a white guy? Well, he still got the shit beat out of him backstage, and rightfully so. If, if it was a white guy, he'd be getting charged with a felony. And, and, and by the way, this guy should be getting charged with a felony. I think if you attack someone while on stage, that's a felony act. It's a felony act for, for two reasons. Number one, you're attacking another human being. You're infringing their rights. And number two, most importantly, is there are thousands of witnesses that are watching you. You really can't claim not guilty when there are 20,000 witnesses. I'm sorry, now 20 million due to the fact that it was on television. I thought homeless people, gay people suck dick for drug money, not comedy tickets. Well, he wanted those tickets because he was triggered, and then he wanted to tell Dave Chappelle he needs to run his material by everybody. Now AOC is saying, uh, since not everyone's a Christian, they don't have to believe in a right to life. Jesus. Uh, They're completely missing the point of his jokes. If they listen to the special, they might understand. Swoosh. Swoosh, I know you've been here for a few weeks now. You're still kind of a a newbie to the show, and we love you. We love having you here. And and I love that you make valid points all the time, and I I validate your points. But the people that we're arguing against, you can't use simple logic with them. And see, that's why you're allowed on this show, Swoosh, is because you use logic. Three rules on this show. Logic, consistency, and fuck your feelings. Hmm. This is such a horrible precedent. Penalties are supposed to be for a a deterrent. Uh, What is to deter the next guy from stabbing the next comedian who triggers him? Scott, you're preaching to the choir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like my jokes of the day today. What's the difference between uh, a, a cucumber or no, what's the difference between hungry and horny? Where you put the cucumber? What do you call two nuns and a Kardashian? Two tight ends and a wide receiver? Okay. Oh, I, I, I'm telling you right now, I want people to run me up on stage. Come on up. Come on. Come on, Cletus. Come on. I know exactly what I'll say. Look at this fucking guy. And then it's on like neck bone. Now, I, I, I might have to tell the crowd something like this. A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. No, they really shouldn't. And then I'll look at the guy and go, Don't sing it. Bring it. Mm-hmm. And then it'll most likely be me doing this. You got knocked the fuck out, man! And then the police saying this. Bye, Felicia. There you go. Uh, careful, you might get a fat-ass nun attack you on stage, right? 
Uh, by the way, congratulations going out to my nephew, uh, James. Jamie was married over the weekend up in Lake Tahoe. Had a boy. Hope it was great. Thanks so much for the invite. All right, we got one more story. Yeah, we got one more here because I had to get that Dave Chappelle one out of the way. Oh, this is so bad. We got listener mail coming up next, by the way. Now, how did how how is this a mistake? <sighs> Walmart has apologized for a recent ice cream they put out. The celebration edition of Juneteenth ice cream. Underneath where it says our story on the container, it says, share and celebrate African-American culture, emancipation, and enduring hope with ice cream. Juneteenth ice cream. Oh, look at that. The birthday girl's in the house. Oh, my gosh. Good morning, Cowboys girl. Cowboys girl. Happy birthday to you. Now, you're asking what the flavors are, Jen. That, that's where I would get in trouble if I worked for great value. Is it black cherry chocolate? How'd they fuck up? It, it, it's swirled red velvet and cheesecake flavored ice cream. The Twitter mob sounded off calling the idea garbage and worse. The pints contain swirled swirled red velvet and cheesecake and include the message, share and celebrate Africa. People are upset because they named an ice cream after Juneteenth. Now, I got to say that I I would think that, that Juneteenth ice cream is probably a bad idea. Deserves a little bit more reverence. Just a little bit more. But can you imagine? Let, let, let's put us in charge and ask family, you know what I'm asking you. Straight Fire, V Coop. I know that you two will come up with flavors. What sort of flavors could we get really in trouble for for Juneteenth ice cream? Oh, I'm sorry, Ogre, I, I left you out. Doesn't come in vanilla. I I think if you were released vanilla Juneteenth ice cream, yeah, you'd be canceled for that. But no, no, I, I, I'm thinking of other wackier flavors that you could maybe bring to ice cream. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to say it. There it is. There's Alicia. God love you, girlfriend. Chicken and waffles. It could have been worse. It could have been cotton candy or banana. Douglas says, 
fried chicken ice cream, anybody? Alicia says purple drink or watermelon. Grape drink, Kool-Aid flavor, banana. Uh, and watermelon flavored. I mean, come on. Vanilla chocolate swirl. That'd be the Halle Berry ice cream. <laughs> oh, God damn it. If they would have done that. I, I mean, it, it it's red velvet cheesecake flavor, uh, collard greens, pig feet, hog moss, boneless jungle ham. <laughs> I've Jesus. Oh, but yes, instead, they just went with this. I mean, come on. You, you know, if you're going to fucking be racist, be racist all the way. Newport flavored ice cream. Swisher Sweets. Oh, God damn it. Well, maybe I was wrong. Maybe today's the day that we all go to hell. Oh, all right. We'll take a break here after that. 775-357-FANS is the number. Uh, the website is ArnieRadio.com. And if you want to write me, write me at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Come. All right, let's see what we got to play today. Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to play some country music here. Well, it's a bloody merry morning, baby. Left me without warning sometime in the night. So I'm flying down to Houston with forgetting her the nature of my flight. As we taxi toward the runway with a smog and haze reminding me of how I feel. Just a country boy who's learning that the pitfalls of the city are extremely real. All the nightlife and the parties, temptation and deceit, the order of the day. Well, it's a bloody merry morning cause I'm leaving baby somewhere in L.A. Well, it's a bloody merry morning, baby Left me without warning sometime in the night So I'm flying down to Houston With forgetting her the nature of my flight
You know this old world is full of singers But just a few are chosen To tear your heart out when they sing Imagine life without them All your radio heroes Like the outlaw that walks through Jesse's dreams No, there'll never be another Red-headed stranger A man in black and Folsom prison blue The Okie from Muskogee Or hello, darling Lord, I wonder who's gonna fill their shoes Who's gonna fill their shoes? Who's gonna stand that tall? Who's gonna play the opera and the Wabash Cannonball? Who's gonna give their heart and soul to get to me and you? Lord, I wonder who's gonna fill their shoes? God bless the boys from Memphis Blue suede shoes and Elvis Much too soon he left this world in tears They tore up the fifties Old Jerry Lee and Charlie And go cat go still echoes through the years You know the heart of country music Still beats in Luke the Drifter Hank Williams. You can tell it when he sang I saw the light Old Marty Hank and Lefty Why I can feel them right here with me On this silver eagle rolling through the night Who's gonna feel their shoes? Who's gonna stand that tall? Who's gonna play the opera and the Wabash Cannonball? Who's gonna give their heart and soul to get to me and you? Lord, I wonder who's gonna fill their shoes? Yes, I wonder who's gonna fill their Somebody truck in a farmer's field, a no trespass sign, a time to kill. Nobody's gonna get hurt, so what's the big deal? Somebody truck in a farmer's field, and somebody beer sitting on ice after a long hard day. Taste just right on that drop tailgate on a summer night. 
some bad beer Sitting on ice And some bad girl In a red sundress With an ice cold beer Pressed against her lips In that farmer's field And there's somebody kiss that's gonna lead them all on that drop tailgate back behind the corn. The most natural thing you ever felt before. There's somebody kiss that's gonna lead them all. And there's somebody truck in a field and a girl in a red sundress with an ice cold beer to her lips. Somebody creek around 2 a.m. After a few of those beers, you wanna dive on in. You don't need no clothes to just hang them on a limb. Somebody creek around 2 a.m. And there's somebody truck in a field and a girl in a red sundress with an ice cold beer to her lips. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right. This is a story about an Indiana pastor that has just come to light because there's video. That, I, you know what? Let's just play it. I, I, I don't even want to ruin it. Here you go. It was nearly 20 years ago. Hallelujah. It continued far too long. It involved one person, and there's been no other, nor any other situations of unbecoming conduct, conduct for the last 20 years. I will not use the Bible to defend, protect, and deflect my past sin. I have no defense. I committed the adultery. In accordance with our church bylaws, 
I'm stepping aside, stepping down from ministry responsibilities, and have committed to the Lord and now to you that I will submit to the process and recommendations of this board. If you love us, please let us talk. For 27 years, I lived in a prison. It was not 20 years. I lived in a prison of lies and shame. Lying to protect the Lowe family. For years, I thought I was a horrible person having suicidal thoughts, not realizing what had been truly done to me, that I was a victim and I would still be in a prison if my brother, and many of you know him, Edgar Wolf, had not approached me just two weeks ago with what he had seen as a teenager that bothered him all these years. His pastor in bed with his younger sister. That is full-blown witchcraft! People knew but were too afraid to come forward, and they have now. The lies and the manipulation have to stop. I was a prisoner and you kept me in your prison. I'm a prisoner no longer. I was just 16 when you took my virginity. Whoa! It's hard to sit up in Hooters with a Bible in your hand. that? I know you do, and I have plenty of other stories that I could bring to remember. Oh my God, the pastor had an affair with a 16-year-old. Jalapeno! CNN can eat my dirty socks! Man! You did things to my teenage body that had never and should have never been done. But six. Don't look at me like that. You know the truth. But six. I know, but you can tell the truth because this is a lie. But you need to tell the truth. You know better than it was. Listen. My wife is not just adultery. It's another level when it's a teenager. And I will not let this man talk about my wife like that. It happened for nine years. When she was 15, 16, the sexual grooming started. And it lasted until she met me and we started dating. This is the truth. This was Bobby's coming out of purity ring, which she wore while this man had sex with her. And she felt ashamed all these years wearing a covenant of purity ring. Man, oh man, church is getting good lately. Man, is it me or is church kind of turning into like a Jerry Springer type deal? I mean, we got this man. I said it. I said I said it. And your little dog, too. I mean, this is Pastor John Lowe of New Life Christian Church in Indiana who stood in front of his congregation and said, Brothers and sisters, I have sinned. Hashtag Jimmy Swagger. Oh, man. They walked up. Oh, the age of consent in Indiana is 16, but she started when she was 15. She said, oh, yikes. You can't handle the truth. Oh, man. I tell you what, if I knew church was getting this good, but we're calling out pastors for pedophiling in church, hell, I'm there Sunday morning. I got a big old soda in front of me, maybe some some so, some tater tot nachos because I'm in for a fucking show. This is better than the NFL. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Indiana Pastor John Lowe. Wow. Holy shit. 
Man, oh, man. Braddy Kid, listener of the day. Bravo. Congratulations. You found this one on there. There you go. Whew. Man, oh, man. Jesus. <laughs> you don't know what to say after that. I mean, in front of the whole congregation. God, I, 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 man, can you imagine being a member at that church and missing that Sunday? I missed what? <laughs> yes, I know, Ogre. I can't believe a pastor who does evil shit. You're telling me this happens across all Christian denominations, not just a Catholic? Say it isn't so. <laughs> it's his middle name Hung. John Hung low. I bet she's used that. Mad Hatter, I, I will say this right now. If you have the last name of Lowe, I... I guarantee. You have said your middle name is Hung. <laughs> That's funny. So needless to say, this probably... That guy will probably go to jail, won't be a pastor anymore. So there you go. Jalapeno. That's just awesome. Uh, all right. It is that time once again. It's Tuesday, and that's the day that we read all your listener mail. Well, we'll read it any day, but Tuesday's the big day we usually read it. By the way, mail sponsored to you today by JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, let me tell you about the rest. Oh, God. Man, oh man! You know what they like to do? They, they, they. This is what they like to do. They like to go into churches, and and, and leave DNA all over. Like, like, like they go in there and they'll check out the floors allegedly, and then they just start jerking off like it's a CSI crime scene. Oh, it's horrible, horrible in a church. I believe, I believe that that low character fella. He he is uh he runs one of those other flooring places. You know who doesn't make your business or your home look a, look like a CSI workshop? My friend Jesse over at Jazz Floors. He's there to put in floors, not make personal donations. No, he's there to give you the best floors available. Give him a call at 775-267-4123. He's a friend of that famous singer William William Hung. Oh, she bang, she bang. Uh, all right, so uh, let's get to the mail now, shall we? Uh, oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, our first one is from JR. It says, uh, I just wanted to say thank you for your story you did about believing in yourself. I've never thought once that you are a cocky person because you live up to what you say. And I would think that some of the things you've said, it takes balls and so does belief. I really appreciate your show, Arnie, your friend, JR. I did this yesterday when I was, I was, I was talking about going into your workplace thinking that you are the best. Look, look. All it is is it, it, it's a tool that I use when I walk into a studio or I walk into this studio, and I tell myself I'm the best broadcaster in the world because, in my opinion, I am. And that's not cocky. It's not bullshit. I back it up. 
I work hard on this show. We find stories. We do stuff. I try to entertain you. I mean, for fuck's sake today, we called the Trojan Company today and asked if their rubbers protect against monkeypox. And I love it. I love every second of it. And I mainly love it because I, I am very good at it. And that's the way everybody should feel about the jobs that they have. And if you don't have that job yet, you're working, but you don't have that job yet, keep working for it. You will get it. You will get that job that doesn't feel like a job. I promise you. Just keep working at it. The rest cut the tags off of furniture and have unprotected sex with monkeys. I've heard they do that as well, Ogre. Yes. But it doesn't matter what you do. Like I said yesterday, you can be a cart wrangler at the Sam's Club over on Greenback and run into Stackar while you're there while he's using one of his 58 fucking spoons. Yeah, we came to find out that yesterday... Stackhart does not only not allow his food to touch, but he has to use different forks at at, at dinner time. Craziness. But hey, that's him. That's what makes him him. Uh, But if you're a cart wrangler, you can be the best cart wrangler in the world. You might work at a shitty job. I know. Look, look, we've all had shitty jobs. Everybody has had a shitty job. You get through it. You move on. You go to your goal. You can do it. I know you can. But that that was my whole thing yesterday was that I've always had that cocky, you know, I wouldn't say cocky bravado because we used to back it up. Number one ratings. Biggest ratings in the history of two cities. I'm very proud of that. And I, I will, I will, I will, I, I'm very proud of my Hall of Fame trophy. I worked very, very hard for it. And there's nothing wrong with being proud of what you worked hard for at all. Don't let anybody tell you that. There you go. All right, there, there's your motivational speech of the day. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you? All right, this one's from Bill. It says, Arnie, since you are a TV guru, I was wondering if you could tell me when some shows are coming back out. I know there's a spinoff of Letterkenny's show called Shorzy. Do you know when and where that's going to be? What about the next season of The Boys? And, of course, what about Yellowstone? Arnie, you got me on to all these shows, so thanks, buddy. Um... All right, so Letterkenny, it, it, that, that's a show based out of Canada. It's, I like it. I think it's quirky Canadian funny. And Shorzy's going to be an offshoot of that about hockey. So I'm going to watch that. That starts this weekend on Hulu. Cowboys Girl, thank you. Stranger Things, new season on the 27th. Um, yeah, Shorzy starts this weekend on Hulu. The Boys starts, I believe, on June 3rd. And that's on Amazon. I can't wait for that, man. And by the way, they're doing that same thing. They're going to release like three episodes at first, and then it'll be weekly. Fucking bastards. Might be just two. But that's uh, June 3rd. And Yellowstone, boy, they lied to us about Yellowstone. 
They said it was going to be a late summer release. It's like November 13th. That's that. That's beyond late summer. Hell, that's damn near winter. Uh, there's an awesome show on Prime called Outer Range. It's super suspenseful. Every episode keeps you on the toes. Uh, definitely recommend. I hope they make a new season. They this is the one with uh, Josh Brolin, right? This is like kind of like the supernatural Yellowstone. I heard. I've seen some previews for it. It looks pretty good. And isn't it December, like December 2nd or 3rd, the next Cobra Kai comes out? See, that's what I was no- I was noticing something last night, and, and I'm getting excited about it, and I'm getting happy. Oh, Cowboys Girl. I, I did, when I got home last night, I had to watch Better Call Saul. Holy shit. Now, let me just say this right now. Last night's episode of Better Call Saul should have been the way the entire first part of the season was. But last night was the mid-season cliffhanger. They come back in July, I believe July 11th it comes back. But wow! Vince Gilligan, you did it again, you son of a bitch. Woo! Uh, did you see that Harrison Ford will be in the yellow? Yes, and uh, isn't it, uh, it's not Judy Dench, it's Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren's going to be in that, but thank you, Pammy. Uh, that that show's going to be on Paramount Plus, along with this, uh, like, King of Tulsa, this new Sylvester Stallone mob show, where he just gets out of prison, he's a mobster, he was like a, a mob boss, gets out of prison, and they move him to Tulsa, to get him back in the game. Looks awesome. Uh, just finished out of range. Good, but weird. I just started only murders in the building. Pretty good. The old dudes are still funny. Steve Martin and Martin Short. Okay. Um, what have I? I, I, I yeah, because I'm going to need stuff because I know this week is the season finale. Last week was the season finale of, I believe... I want to say all the law and orders. Which were awesome. Uh, the, 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 the one with Stabler on it, the, the organized crime one, that's, the best, that, that's a, one of the best network shows on TV right now, I got to say. Uh, organized crime, law and order, organized crime, it's awesome. SVU, I still haven't watched the last week's SVU. Um, I think this week Chicago Fire and Chicago PD do their season finales, which I'm not happy about. So I will need a bunch of shit to start watching. So, yeah. Oh, 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 there's a letter about it. Okay, yeah. Uh, But, yes, that's when all these shows come out. So if you guys have any questions when shows come out, I'll stop the show. I'll look for you when, when stuff comes out just to make sure that you guys are entertained even when I'm not around. And then you can still thank me when you're entertained. Like, when you're sitting around and you're watching one of those shows, you're like, thanks, Arnie. If it weren't for you, I wouldn't have found this show. It's okay. Oh, wow. Obi-Wan Kenobi starts Friday on Disney. Plus. Is that the one with uh, Ewan McGregor? Is Ewan McGregor playing it? Because if Ewan McGregor is playing it, I might watch some of that one. And I like Obi-Wan Kenobi, too. 
So there you go. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Tanner. It says, I was wondering if I could get some advice. Oh, you need some advice? Oh, gladly. Oh, yeah. All right. Advice time. Let's see. Uh, there's Nessum Dorma. We ain't going to do that. Uh, where in the hell did I put that damn gal song? No, 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 no. Is it up here? No, it ain't up here. God dang it. All right, hold on a second here. Uh, let's see. We'll go this. Anybody follow you? I don't think so. Nope, we ain't going to play that because that's... Uh, let's see. Uh... All right, let's see. Boom, boom, boom. Is this one it? Is this one we can use? Check out this we, we can maybe use this one. Well, somebody needs help, so I got to say. There we go. Uh-oh. I am somebody that you don't know, but you're asking me things like I don't it's 8 a.m. Ask me on the street, is alright. Ask me online, out of sight. And I'm like, hey, you're okay. Cause I don't need no coffee, I don't need no tea. Just give me Dr. Pepper, that's all that I need. Whoa. And sticks and stones only break them bones and oh. No release date yet for season two of Outer Range. Okay, so they've already done their season one. Okay, so good. I can get into it and watch that whole thing in one sit-down series there. There you go. All right. Okay, hold on a second here. We got to go bookmark. I like that version of it. All right, there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, back to the letter. I was wondering if I could get some advice from you, and I'm being serious. I've heard your past stories, and I was wondering what advice you'd give for picking out a gym. <laughs> Me? Uh, I'm tired of not being in shape, and I need some changes. All right. Uh, I, I, I worked out a long, long time ago. Well, you just want to lift weights? I, Tanner, I don't know you. I, I don't know what you, you're looking for. I mean, I don't know how strong you are. I mean, this is the thing. When it comes to going to gyms and things like this, if you've never been to a gym before, then I would say start, like, Planet Fitness area. Because, you know, the Planet Fitness, isn't that the one where they, they let everybody just do everything they want and they – they don't judge, and they throw out too strong of people. Isn't that Planet Fitness? 
I mean, you, you, you can go there if you, if you ain't never worked out before. Tanner, if you want to lose weight, go to Crenshaw and yell a racial slur. I guarantee you'll run the weight off. You got to yell the right one, though. You can't just yell any racial slur. Oh, you fucking mix. Can you imagine that? The world's worst race. There's a fucking TV show idea for you. The world's worst racist. He's on Crenshaw. You damn zipperheads, you! <laughs> I can see this TV show working out great. The <laughs> world's worst racist. <laughs> Letter writer, not sure what you're looking for, but if you need someone or something to keep you accountable and motivate you, go to a gym that has classes or one that you can get with a fitness coach. And not just put you through workouts, but also help with nutrition. I, I, that is fucking awesome advice, Alicia. Thank you so much. I mean, honestly, I, I, I think I would have been in a lot better shape back in the day if I cared about nutrition. Because I did work out a lot. I mean, I did. Like, I, I did. I would do like an hour a day on the Stairmaster. And I'm talking the old Stairmaster. The one that had actual stairs. Back when I didn't have a life, when I first moved to Reno and just worked, I worked and worked out and then played softball, then got a life and then got DUI and then, you know, but yeah, your nutrition is important. Look, look, what I'm trying to say is this. Don't be a cool guy. Don't, don't go to Gold's. If you've never been to a gym before in your life, this is what I can recommend to you. Don't go into a Gold's or a Musclehead gym. Because you need to you need to know the the proper e- e- etiquette for being in. Yesterday we had that long talk about etiquette. By the way, today I have ten great uh, interview questions for you. But yesterday we talked about etiquette, and there's a lot of gym etiquette, and there's a lot of people that have been going to the gym for a long fucking time that don't believe in gym etiquette, and they're pieces of garbage. Re-rack your fucking weights. You're just going and walking into a gym wide-eyed and not sure what to start. Just move around from machine to machine. You're probably going to lose motivation fast. And why so many people's New Year's resolutions fail. Oh, absolutely. I like the idea of getting with a coach or a nutritionist, somebody to help you along with that on your journey of this. If you want to get better, hey, more power to you. I'm not going to tell you it's a waste of time because it's not. People fucking can change their whole lives by going to the gym. But uh, let, let, let's just say, rack your fucking weights, wipe down your equipment, and by the way, we, we don't need any hollerers either. I've worked out at some really amazing gyms. My favorite gym of all time that I worked out in was in Reno, and I, I believe it's called American Ironworks now. It used to be called Flex Fitness. And there were like four actual bodybuilders that worked out in there. And I, I met one of my, my closest friends to this day, a guy I've known longer. If I've known you longer than my broadcasting career, we're like brothers. And that's the way Lance is. 
uh, my buddy Lance. We, I had him on the show a long, long time ago. Now, now Lance is just, <laughs> he's just straight concrete, man. The dude incline bench, I'm not kidding. He reps 450 on the incline. And he was one of those people, and you don't get this very often anymore. I was new to Reno at the time, and uh, I found a gym, and I'd worked out in high school, so I knew the etiquette and stuff, but he was always a nice guy. He would he would always spot me if I asked him for a spot. Well, that's, a, that's a, the biggest piece of advice I could give you is leave your ego at the door to gym. Because if you go there thinking you don't need a spot, you're going to have fucking whatever you're trying to bench stuck on your damn chest. But uh, American Ironworks, boy, you want to talk about a musclehead gym? That is the gym. That was probably one of my all-time, and I've I've worked out a lot of gyms, especially in Reno. You know, I've told you about the, you know, Reno Athletic Club, the bar. There are plenty of great gyms. And and Tanner, Tanner, just do some research. Tanner, write me back and let me know what you want to do. They also have online health coaches, too, if that's easier. If you want a simple gym like Snap Fitness, where there's cardio and weight areas, uh, you do a virtual check-in with them to keep you accountable, that pay your monthly fee or pay for a year all at once. See, look at this. Alicia's got all the answers. This is why people write the show. <sighs> Last time I worked out really, really hard was up in Seattle. It was fucking awesome, dude. I was... That's when I was still on, when when Andrustine Dionestone or Andrustine Dione was legal and sold at fucking GNC. <laughs> Woo, I was using that. That was way better than creatine. I was able to bench the 200-pound dumbbells. I did a set of three, and I dropped down to 90s and did a burnout set of, like, 12. And then I walked out of the front of the fucking gym and threw up. When was the last time I really, really worked out? I was like, man, this can make you throw up. I don't want to do this shit anymore. But there you go, Tanner. I, I, I hope we helped. I hope Alicia helped. I more just wanted to brag about benching 200-pound dumbbells. That's all. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? And Alicia, you do know everything. You worked out, no, only because somebody took me on a, I didn't work out. I was doing my cardio. I was doing my fucking mega marathon in Vegas, jackass. Uh, This is from Lynn. It says, Arnie, I can't say thank you enough, but today you had coffee coming out of my mouth, my nose, hell everywhere. From the manners to the pooper lady in the wigs. Thank you so much for what you started as a crappy day, pun intended, so much better. Yeah, if, if you missed yesterday's show, I highly recommend on going back and downloading it from ArnieRadio.com. We had a lot of fun yesterday. We had this, uh, the, this, these rules of etiquette and then what you should do you know, etiquette-wise in an interview. And then we ended the show with a story about a woman who walked into a beauty supply place. Uh, oh, oh, so what I'm hearing is that that little stroll in Sacramento was a warm-up compared to... No, 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 it wasn't. I'll tell you why. Before I get back to this wig story. 
The little stroll in Vegas was done while I was wearing sandals, and it was 108 outside. And I had no clue where we were going. The one in Sacramento where you made me hike all the way down to Stockton to get a a burger. First of all, you took me to Stockton. Secondly, I had just performed an, an, an entire show. Yeah, both were bad times. But both equally bad. Oh, my God, adequate tips for interviews, and I missed it. I could have used those tips a few months ago for sure. Oh, 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 Jen, today, today we have 10 great interview questions. I've got it all set up. I'm ready for you, hon. Uh, but, yes, yesterday, if you missed the show, talked about a woman in uh, that, that went to a beauty supply store and took a massive crap in one of the aisles and cleaned her ass with eight wigs and then left. <laughs> That's not true. Stockton, drama queen much? <laughs> oh, that was an adventure. It was crazy. Yeah, the guy had no idea where we were going. We're like, we need to go to this parking garage over here. He goes, you mean this one? We're like, nope. Oh, my gosh. All right, so there you go. Uh, Lynn, you're very, very welcome. I had fun with that story and that lady. Um, all right, next one here. Oh, this I've been wanting to talk about this. And eight wigs? What the fuck kind of low-quality wigs was she serving? No, no. She- <laughs> this was a beauty supply. She she used the wigs to wipe her ass. I mean, I mean that's like eight-ply right there. We got locked out of the garage where our car was and had to call security to get us. It was quite the adventure for us, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's called karma for making Arnie walk. And, yes, I just spoke in third person. I mean, if I'm wiping with a wig, I'm choosing the Charmin of wigs. The real $1,500. Oh, the store wants her caught. The The story was all, you know, it was all funny, and it even had a tie-in that people were reporting it was Amber Heard, but they had the woman on video, and they said, no, it's not Amber Heard. We already know that. Uh, all right, next one here. Did I do all that stuff? Yeah, this one's from Sam. It says, Arnie, uh, did you, uh, why did Josh Donaldson call that dude Jackie? Is that a new slang term for black player in baseball? What was all that about? If you missed it over the weekend, there was a big hullabaloo between the Yankees and the White Sox. And there's this fellow named Josh Donaldson, who's kind of a dick in the league, but he's a really good player. And and I don't know the other player because the other player is, is irrelevant to me in this whole thing. Well, allegedly, Josh Donaldson yelled, hey, Jackie, at him. And his name is not Jackie. The story is this, that Josh had played on a team with that guy a few years ago, and he did an interview for Sports Illustrated, and he says, I am the next Jackie Robinson, which, by the way, is about one of the dumbest statements you could ever make. But the young man says, I'm the next Jackie Robinson because I'm going to, I, I'm going to do things to baseball that have never done been done before, just like Jackie Robinson. And since that interview, Josh Donaldson has called him Jackie. Josh Donaldson got suspended for a game 
because of this incident. The media was the first one to make it so racist. When the story's out there that Josh Donaldson has called him Jackie for the last four years because he said in an interview about himself that he was the next Jackie Robinson. How is it racist? This one blew up in their face, and I'm glad it did because the first thing we always run to Oh, it's racism. I, so, that Sam, that's exactly what happened with it all. Josh Danielson, for Donaldson somehow got suspended for a game, which he will appeal, and he should win the appeal. If anybody should be suspended, it's the other player because he attacked, he went running towards Donaldson. The league said they didn't think it was racist, but it was disrespectful. So now you can't wait, 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 wait. Who was being disrespectful? The guy calls himself Jackie, the next Jackie Robinson. That's, not, that, that's weak on Major League Baseball. Uh, let's see. Love you, my friend. I did feel a little bit bad for you and your feet. But so glad we got to our destination. We all got to chat and enjoy everyone's company and laugh about how you made the trans joke. And there was a trans at the concession stand at the comedy show. Yeah. Oh, that was that was a fun night. I, I we are we are we are such a. I don't know. I, I can't say it's us. It's it's like corporations are so sensitive and big, like Major League Baseball, so sensitive for the, the tiniest of things. If they let it explain out, well, Josh Donaldson, he explained his part. Now, I'd like to know why the next Jackie Robinson attacked him for it. That's the one thing I haven't heard. Is it on ESPN? Let's go to ESPN.com just real quick. See if anything's been explained. Let's see. Uh, no, no. Okay, here we go. Major League Baseball suspends Donaldson for one game over uh, to Tim Anderson is the young man's name. Even though Tim, he, <laughs> uh, Anderson, who was black, said Saturday that he was offended by Donaldson's comment, calling it disrespectful and unnecessary. The best thing I saw written about this today, uh, Sam, is this. Is if this asshole player for the for the White Sox had called himself the next Babe Ruth, Josh Donaldson would have said, hey, babe, that disrespectful? We'll just end it with that. I, I, it, 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 this is retarded. This is this is wokeness ruining Major League Baseball, ruining everything for everybody. God damn, that pisses me off. Uh, all right, now, what, one more letter after this one? Okay. And here, listen up, it's time for mail call. Not Bucket. 
It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I have a food question for you to answer. And if you could explain why your answer, I'd appreciate it. Oh, wow. This is like, this is like one of those, you know, you have to write out. This is, uh, what, what is that called in school? Oh, you have to do an essay. It's an essay. Okay. If you could only have one of these and a reasonable side dish, what would you be able to eat forever and ever and ever and not get tired of? And yes, you can have Dr. Pepper. All right. All right. We, we've cleared the first hurdle. The first major hurdle. Uh, and uh, a, a reasonable size. Okay, so let's see. Would you choose tacos, burgers, chicken, or steak? Ogre picks pussy. Okay. Not one of the choices. You'll have to play along with the choices, Ogre. I'm sorry. All right, so let's see. Talk. I, what would a reasonable side dish be with tacos? More tacos? Burgers and fries? Okay, so I, I, I would exchange fries for tater tots because they're both potatoes. So wait, let's see. We got burgers and tots. Chicken. Fried chicken, any kind of chicken. Refried beans and rice. Okay, thank you, Jen. Tacos and beans. Burgers and potatoes, chicken, well, well, I don't know what goes with chicken, but any kind of chicken or steak. I would think that would be like potatoes as well. What could I eat forever with Dr. Pepper? Well, nothing against tacos. Look, I, I, I like tacos. I like chimichangas better. Um, but, uh, yeah, tacos, they aren't going to make the cut. I, I, I couldn't eat tacos for the rest of my life. I, I just couldn't. I like them. I like them a lot. You can see that I've liked them a lot. I love burrito tacos. Those are fantastic. But tacos ain't making the cut. Chicken. Chicken's very interesting. Because I, I could have grilled chicken. I could have fried chicken, baked chicken, and I don't even know what side dish goes with chicken. I like chicken a lot. I'm bad at barbecuing it. Man, I ruined a fucking thigh yesterday. Holy shit, did I burn the fuck out of that. Man, oh, man. I looked at the thigh and said, hey, Jackie. I'm sorry. That was too easy. Oh. Mac and cheese, corn, chicken and biscuits. I like chicken a lot. I do, but, yep, not making the cut. It's going to be between burgers and steaks. I'm going to make this easy. Make this easy. I love steak, ribeye, potato. I could live on that forever and ever. I, I, I could. I could literally eat that for the rest of my life. Problem is, I'm a slob. 
And I know I could eat the steak with my hands and the potato with my hands, but I, I, I'm sloppy, but at least I'm uh, aware of it to where I don't want to be too sloppy and eat with my hands. It, I, I would pick burgers. Burgers and fries. That, that, that's what I'd pick for the rest of my life. You can grind the steak into burgers. Yeah, yeah, that's fussing with the rules there. You can't do the fussing with the rules. He, they, she said steak or burgers. I mean, if, if that were the case, I'd pick steaks where I could have burgers and tacos. What about tofu? You can make it taste like anything you want. You can pretend it tastes like anything you want, something like that. Whereas Douglas asked to put that cauliflower pizza down and explain the use of tofu for us. No, no, you you can have all the tofu you want. I uh, I I'll just take I'll take the burgers. Go for a good burger today. By the way, going to see the Nolan Ryan movie tonight. Have a movie review for you, a documentary review for you tomorrow. Facing Nolan. Tomorrow I got to take the day off from movies cuz they ain't showing it. And then Thursday at 3 o'clock, I got to buy the tickets here this afternoon. Thursday we're going to see Top Gun, Colin Maverick baby. Douglas is not a big fan of tofu. All right, last mail here. Here we go. Um, not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I saw where the cast of Jersey Shore is pissed about a new show. What show are they mad at? That's from Todd. So I've I've only heard secondhand accounts of this, but I guess. The, the Uber is listening to the show out of the blue. I'm getting Uber emails now. Nice. Um, I, I saw that there was this tweet sent out by the, the cast of Jersey Shore that says, hey, they took a chance on a, a dwindling network and they brought their lifestyle to this show and they've had all these great seasons but they cannot in good faith and good heart um, back this new show that's coming out because they think it, it, it just puts what they've accomplished, quote-unquote, down, uh, down. But be ready for a new season of the next Jersey Shore or Jersey Shore Family Vacation because they're not going anywhere. So MTV is... <sighs> They're going to do another Jersey Shore, but with different people. Uh, so this is like Jersey Shore 2.0. Now, all they're doing is rebooting the first one, but the first one's still on. Now, I'll be the first one to tell you right now that we do not need another Jersey Shore, but I will be watching. At least the first episode. I mean, if anything, give us one of those old British Jersey shorts because they've got those over there in Great Britain. MTV Europe has a whole, like, Jersey Shore there. Whatever Whatever the Euro trash area is, like New Jersey. Give us one of those because they got at least great accents. Are they going to call it Mary Saints of Jersey Shore? <laughs> the Mini Saints? 
Boy, that was a bust. But the old ones are still doing just... Yeah, I know. That, that That's the weird part. They're rebooting it, but the old show's still on. I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But, hey, I mean, if it works, good. If it doesn't, oh, well. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com if you want to write the show and be a part of listener mail which we do here each and every day or week or whenever I get the listener mails in. So there you go.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I have purchased my tickets for Thursday, 4 o'clock, the B&B Wiley 8 on the mega screen. They have the regular screen, the giant screen, and then mega Mega screen. So I've got my ticket for it. Very excited. Very, very excited. Pump, baby. Uh, All right. I've been teasing this all morning. The top 10 job interview questions that candidates need to ask potential employers. So this is when you turn the old uh, switcheroo on them. uh. You're going to ask them some questions. Derek says, I can't. I get to go see Top Gun this Sunday. Can't wait. I'm excited as hell. The number one question they have. Well, maybe it goes from 10 here. You walk into a a workplace like you haven't worked in a while, and you have the chutzpah, the the testicular fortitude. Ratburger says, is that mega screen or an ultra mega maga screen? Yeah, mega. Mega! All right, so, so so you're going in there, and they've offered you a job. The first thing you say is, what is the work culture here? Can, can you describe the work culture here? I, as an employer, I'd be like, well, we work. You, you see, if I'm running Microsoft, I'm like, well, we're doing a bunch of computer shit here. So whatever that culture is, you know, a bunch of nerds working together, that, that's what this culture is. What's the work culture here? It depends on what the job is. Read their body language and eye contact. If they're unable to answer the question confidently and they lose focus, that's a huge sign the office culture isn't great. Andrew says, I'm firing that person immediately. As an employer, I'd answer with goodbye. I know this is like some, this was like a big headline story. And I was like, oh, okay, we can have fun with this like we did the the etiquette thing. And then I I, I looked at it, I was like, you're going to ask the employers this? All right. I I mean, because honestly, before we get any further, whoa. Arby, whoa, 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 whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, whoa. can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Arby's is offering... A new Wagyu Steakhouse Burger. 
It has two items, the Deluxe Wagyu Steakhouse Burger and the Bacon Ranch Wagyu Steakhouse Burger. The Deluxe Burger is made with Wagyu Steakhouse Burger Patty, American cheese, lettuce, pickles, red onion, tomato, burger sauce on a toasted brioche bun. The ranch one has Parmesan pepper ranch on a brioche bun. Instead of focusing on making billions of mediocre burgers, we're taking a stance on high-quality meat. As the meat experts, we've spent over two years dedicated to research and development of a premium burger. Holy shit. Going to Arby's today. I saw that they were releasing a burger, but nobody told me it was a Wagyu Steakhouse burger. Holy shit. Now, I'm going to let y'all in. If this is good, I might get fat. I'm just saying. Just saying. Well, then, uh, uh, wait, wait a second. How are you, of all people, bratty kid, turning on Arby's? I, I, I mean, I, you go to Arby's as much as you go to Arby's more than I do. Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts. Holy shit! Look at them burgers. Well, I'm going to tell you right now today. Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to Arby's today. And we're going to film this. We're not going to live do it. We're just going to film it. I'm going to put it up there for, for later. No, 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 just that. Uh, see, Nancy, I might, I, I might gain some weight if this is good. The new Wagyu burger at Arby's. Whew. Man. You know, we could make that better. You put it, if you were to put that, that burger, if it's a good burger, if you put that same burger... On the onion roll that they use for the beef and cheddar. Ho, 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 ho. That's like calling Taco Bell Mexican food. Well, what is it? It's Mexican. They got tacos. Mexican people eat tacos. da da All right, now, now I, I'm sorry. I, I, I lost all my train of thought there. I apologize profusely. Am I the only guy in America that has never eaten at Arby's? You've never eaten at Arby's, Rat Burger? Speaking of Arby's, Carl's is trying out uh, roast beef. Is it right? I thought it was prime rib. All right, we're, we're going to take a break from this, this hiring thing here for a second. I got to explain something about Arby's. I used to love Arby's. Arby's used to be the shit for me. And then they got bad. Like, and they, and they, got, they got super expensive and bad. I remember as a kid, Arby's was like a super-duper treat. Arby's was like the, the, the top echelon of fast food. And then they started closing up, and you couldn't find them anymore. And then they got expensive. Now they're trying to grow their product again, so Wagyu Burger, trying that mo- You're getting in my fucking belly today. (laughs) 
Last time I went to Arby's, the manager had a religious medallion that cartel members wear. No thanks. I, I, I can see your hesitation there. Uh, all right, all right. Now now back back to the questions to ask your future boss. And remember, this is your future boss. You're asking the question. Uh, what skills are needed to be considered a good new hire? Well, I would probably say less fucking questions, more worky. This essential question can ultimately prepare any applicant for the next round of interviews. Additionally, it allows the candidate to get a better sense of what the day-to-day looks like. Not only does this question help the applicant uncover skills for success, but also those shows the recruiter that the candidate is engaged and passionate about the role. What, because somebody somebody said, what, this is a good job and I want to keep it? How do I get to keep my job? By doing your work. I, I, I don't understand why this is such a, a gotcha moment. These are all things that we knew going in. Like if the employer ever asked you, hey, do you have any questions for me? I'd be like, no. I know how much you pay. I know I want to work here. I have no questions for you. Remember 5-5, five, five, now it's 2-6. Hmm? I remember 5-5. Five, five. You're still listener of the day, Braddy Kid. Uh, let's see. Uh, number whatever, three. Why did you join the team? Now, come on. These are not questions that you're going to ask people that that are going to be employing you. Why did you want to work here? Well, I needed to get a paycheck for the family that I started. And this was right up my alley for what school I went to. So that's why I started here. Oh, five sandwiches for five bucks. Now it's two for six. Okay. The only question I've ever heard that makes sense to ask the hiring manager is how they thought I did and if I would make a good fit for the for, position. Those are fine questions. Oh, I ask questions. Dress policy, policy on tattoos. Can I listen to ask while working? Work from home schedule or the company events requirement. Okay, we'll see if any of those come up. These are good questions. These are... These are very, very good questions he asked. Uh, asking these questions make you seem like you did no research on the company you applied for. The whole, why do you want me to work here, is the biggest horseshit question since I do I look fat? I don't want to be a homeless bum, you dumb fuck. Why do you want to work here? Well, uh, you see, I knocked up a gal, and I got a kid coming, so I need a paycheck. And, and and by the way, 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 if I'm a hiring manager and I ask you a question, why would you like to join this team? You know, if that's one of my interview questions that I have to ask, and, and there is only one, there is really only one question for that, and this is the question I'd be looking for, to get a fucking paycheck. 
That, that is what it would be. Why do you want to work here? It, that, that's not really uh, – it's not a fair question to ask people. And here's the reason why it's not a fair question to ask. A lot of people have a lot of circles on those wanted pages where they've looked up a lot of jobs online and they've checked each and every one. Why do you want to work here? Well, which one is this? That's what I'd probably end up saying. Well, which one is this? If I'm applying for all the same kind of jobs, I'd be like, so there is only one answer, to make money. I want to be employed. I'd like to have a roof over my head, clothes on my back, food in my belly. Don't give me this bullshit, horseshit answer of, I've always looked forward to a challenge in life, and your company seems to be pushing the barrier on things, and I'd really, really like to focus in on how much I can change. The first thing I'd ask that kid in that question is, so we ain't got to pay you? We just got to challenge you? Next. Because you ain't, look, look, that's honest. Being honest gets you so far in the world. So much further in the world. I'm looking for a challenge. I, I, I. Uh, ask the employer if they've ever had their finger in an employer's butthole. Uh, let's see, Ratburger says, uh, the best way to get a job is ask questions. All employers wanting engaging stack. If you don't talk, you get passed right away. Uh, best way to talk to anyone you don't know is future bosses. Ask questions about job, culture, goals, etc. You get them uh, start talking. Your shoe in. See, I, I, there, there's a myriad of ways to get people talking, and you don't have to ask these gay ass questions that they're talking here. You kind of ease into it. Start talking about something like, like if you notice something on somebody's shirt or something, like, hey, how are they going to be this year? Now, it, it, if, they're, if they're such a fan that they're wearing, like, they break this stuff down. And they used to break this down in radio that only about 1% of your listeners would ever phone call you because everybody else is busy. It's, it's, it's between 1% and 5% of your, your P1 even listeners will ever call you. So you can never, ever base, you know, your phone calls and your rating success together. And it, 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 it's, it, and they're doing that with, with all this. They, they're putting everything together with things that shouldn't be together. Uh, oh, why do you want to work here? The question's easy for me. Simple. This job is easy. It's government work, and it's no stress after 20 years of self-employed appraiser. Breaking my back every single day, finding a job where I'm appreciated, paid well, and get paid benefits, I'll take it easy peasy. Honest answer, because it's easy. It's easy, and I get paid. (laughs) These questions are funny. What will be the most significant challenge I'll face in this job role? The most significant challenge is getting through this interview without me assaulting you. By asking the question, you, you, you break it down. Most places will have an area, too, that won't be easy. But now you're asking, what's good? what is going to be my challenge, my significant challenge here? 
I'd be like fitting in with the cool kids. <laughs> Me not stealing your lunch out of the refrigerator. That. <laughs> How great would that be? Oh, I'd be awesome at this job. I'd be so awesome at this job. So, uh, Mr. States, if I were to come work here, what would be the most significant challenge I'll face in this job role? <laughs> Fucking bathroom time. I'm telling you, man, if I go on a bender with cheese, I'm in there forever. A bender with cheese. The biggest challenge is waking up every morning going, fuck, I still haven't won the lottery. Have to be in your corporate bitch each and every day. Follow your dumbass arbitrary policies while pretending to give two shits about your reputation as an employer. I know it's either shit, I didn't win the lottery, or shit, the comet didn't hit us yet. Boy, I tell you what, if you were to ask the, if I'm interviewing you and you ask me this question, this might get you the assault charge I've been so dying for. Um, excuse me, Mr. States, what does success look like after six months? I don't know what. I think it's a joke. What does success look like after six months? I don't understand the question. Do you think... Do you think you've mattered that much in the last six months? I mean... What does success look like? Uh, do you still have a key fob? If you still have a key fob and a parking space, I would say that is a result of success. Boy, I don't know. Is, is it this generation? Uh, do, do you need? Why do you need these questions? See, I know what success looks like after six months. You know why? I'm still fucking working there. I haven't fucked the goat to death. But this is that reassurance, this head stroking that we have to do to this fucking generation. Oh, you're fine. You're great. You're awesome. Oh, here's another trophy for you. Oh, as I stroke the back of your head even more and even more, even more. What does success look like after six months? I'd like to personally thank y'all for these uh, comeback questions. Since I'm job hunting, these questions will sure help. I can't wait to try to finger in the butthole question. (laughs) Uh, The best line ever uttered in a movie was Kevin Spacey in American Beauty when he said, my job consists of basically masking my contempt for assholes in charge. And at least once a day retiring to the men's room so I can jerk off while I fantasize about a life that doesn't so closely resemble hell. Ah, he was so good in that movie. Ends up working at the, the burger place. All right. Ne- next stupid question. We only, oh, man, god damn. Oh, we got a few of these questions left. I'm excited. Next question. Uh, Mr. States, can I get business cards on day one? Hell, you can go get business cards today. 
If you're employed here, yes, you get business cards. Oh, you want us to pay for them? Yeah, we'll get right on that. Checks in the mail, and I won't come in your mouth. (laughs) What kind of, is that a real question? The person writing this article is kind of a queef and says, I love this question. It shows interest. It gets a little more information about the company and is unique. Interviewers will see that you're an individual that wants to be an ambassador for their company, which is something organizations are looking for. No, I'm seeing a guy who's a fucking hard-on that wants to ask for fucking business cards. Hell, man, as far as I'm concerned, go to the damn printer right now and get them printed. Oh, yeah, well, you've got them before day one. Can I get business cards on day one? Okay, ask family. (laughs) I got to ask you, what would you do if that was asked of you? You're going through this interview, and they go, hey, can, can we get business cards on day one? <laughs> if I toss your salad once a day, do I get a company car? Right? I mean, that that's pretty fantastic. I used to have, I, I, I got business cards. And I'm a dick. I, I, I know I'm a dick. I got business cards when I when I first got hired full-time at the radio station as Arnie the intern. And uh, they gave me a box of business. I never had business cards before. And they had, the, you know, the, the station logo and all that kind of stuff. And the name was Arnie the intern. And it, well, we didn't have websites and all that shit back then, right? And... Uh, I had this, and and I had a very, very funny idea. It was a funny idea until I got yelled at. But then I was like, wait a second. It didn't happen. I took the cards, and I left. I I, I only did this for like like 10, and only two people came in. But I left 10 cards around like the greater Reno area. And I put on the back of the card, free shirt, Tomorrow. A lady came in. She had one of my business cards. (laughs) And she came in. She said, I got a free shirt. I got your card. It says free shirt. I said, oh, yeah, that's tomorrow. I said, it says it right there, free shirt tomorrow. And she's like, oh, okay. And she left. And I died laughing. I'm rolling on the ground. The receptionist's like, huh? And then I had to explain it to her. I said, if she comes in tomorrow and she has this card and it says free shirt tomorrow, then you tell her it's the next day. She's like, oh, I don't think I can do that. I was too busy laughing. I was like, whatever. We ended up having to give away like two T-shirts. I thought it was funny. 
Oh, man. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, best line for just about anything. So, who do you have to gratify around here to get blank? <laughs> oh, yeah. Whose dick do I got to suck to get a job around here? Uh, all right. Oh, for fuck's sake. This is not a real question. Hey, this can't be a real question. The next question is, oh, Mr. Stats, I was just wondering, how did your company handle COVID-19? Now, that, that right there, I got to say, ain't nobody asking that. How did your company handle, uh, well, we're, we're still open today, so I think we handled it pretty well. No, I was just wondering what were your uh, what were your cleaning or your protocol, your mask protocol, that kind of stuff. Well, you know what? Uh, th- this isn't going to work out. Uh, I'm sorry. I've got an employee working for me ten years, still no fucking business cards for him. Yeah. Tell if I'm his bonus identifies his business cards. This article was written by an independent, unemployed person. How did your company do during COVID-19? Did you adhere to Dr. Fauci's recommendations? Nobody's asking that. That's bullshit. Oh, we're going to have some fun with this one. Uh, Mr. States, I was wondering... What does your company do to ensure team camaraderie in a remote hybrid model? Well, we have a strong policy against jacking off during Zoom meetings. That's a big no-no since the incident. By the way, by the way. Oh, oh. Ogre, I, I... Yesterday, I almost texted you because I, I made myself laugh after I burnt my chicken. Um, I had this thought of if you ever really, like, if you ever have a barbecue, and this is funny. Ogre, please tell me this is, this is funny. If you ever have a barbecue and... You have somebody that comes over that you really don't like or that you really don't want there. When going around and asking them about food, ask them how they'd like their chicken. Hey, how'd you like your chicken? Wait, wait, are you barbecue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that yesterday and I was like, man, that would really fuck somebody up. I if I were ever asked that question, hey Arnie, how do you like your cooking or your chicken? I'd like it done, please. I'd like it cooked. Yeah. But if you ever want to fuck with somebody, that's a great way to do it. Hey, how'd you like your chicken? Uh, okay, uh, so how does your company do to ensure team camaraderie in a remote hybrid model? Yeah, big, big, big down, thumbs down policy on the masturbating. Um, 
the camaraderie is that, that we all wear the same shirt. Well, who would ask that? I fuck with my kids when it comes to food. I took frozen banana from the freezer once to use for banana bread, and it looked like a giant slug, and my son screamed like a motherfucker. When I reapplied at my job interview, asked me why I want to come back and work. I said, uh, you have money, I need money, because I got bills. And he got the job. Oh, my God. Oh, man, that's good stuff. So uh, how does your company do to ensure camaraderie? I, uh, what are we the fuck? Are, are we the fucking, you know, Philadelphia Phillies? What, what, what kind of camaraderie do we need? I mean, this is a workplace. <laughs> Can we build, build synergy? Shut up. You know, I mean, honestly... When you hear that, oh, we're, we're trying to build a, a, a synergy. Oh, those guys are facts. I mean, really. Seriously. I noticed your company has a room for mothers to nurse. Do you have a room so I can properly milk my penis? <laughs> Remember in train spotting when Renton Spud intentionally fucked up their interviews so they couldn't get employed but proved they at least tried to keep. Oh, yeah. Remote work is up 420% since January 2020. I wonder why. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for that wonderful stat that remote work is up over 400% since the beginning of the fucking pandemic. Okay, so I guess this is this is a, a used for necessary paperwork, but the next question they ask is, how long will my pre-boarding activities last? Well, I'd pull a Southwest trick on him. I'd be like, what group are you in? Why don't you just ask me, how long will it take to get through the paperwork? See, I, this, this is the thing. This is the thing. People that like to use these cliche, niche type words, they're people like dog shit that I worked with. Because he knew them all, the pre-boarding activity. Can you give me? You you really sound like a fucking, you, you sound like a doofus. It's like people that worked in radio, when they refer to headphones as cans, it fucking irritates me. I, I have never called my headphones cans. Yeah, I got to get the cans on. And the other one I hate, and I know that people use it a lot, and I hate it. I can't, I cannot stand is the word gig. Oh, man, I got a new gig. Maybe it has something to do with gigamaggies. I just think it's fucking stupid. Man, you'll never hear a movie say quotes like that anymore. <laughs> oh, I miss the good old days. Amen to that. 
this just in mask wearing was in an all-time high also, right? I mean, Jesus Christ. We are trying to build synergy. Uh, have you tried a rock and roll? I mean, Starship. I'm sure you could pull it together some synergy. You learn about about with the interview. Just because uh, I take a job doesn't mean I'm staying. Usually the first few months I'm working somewhere, I'm still throwing out applications everywhere in the event that something better comes along, or I'm not pleased with the working environment I'm in. But while I'm dealing with that, I'm still working and making money. And that, that right there is about the smartest thing you can do. You're gamefully employed already, and you're you you are you are candidate number one because you're already gamefully employed. That means somebody will put up with you. Why not us? Why can't we take you away from that place and make this a better place for you? And that's how you get the better jobs. Oh, those guys are facts. Oh, they, there's so many movie quotes. That you're never going to get again. In order to find his equal, an Irishman is forced to talk to God. Paging Dr. Faggot. Dr. Faggot. Fucking white people. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigger repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your head. He has all three major kinds of retardation. I work with retards. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert. And then the greatest one of all time that was on television. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. Truly golden age. Uh, all right, wait, wait, wait. We, we still got some to go here. Uh, last question here. Uh, excuse me, Mr. States. Are there any standout mentorship programs or company culture activities? Well... Actually, Jimmy, we, we do have something. Um, every Friday, uh, I, I go over and I put my ass against that wall over there and different employees come and lick my ass every week. That's the company culture we have here. I'm the main mentor. Lick my asshole and you'll move far in this company. I mean, are you sure these aren't questions to fail the interview to stay unemployed? No shit. I'd like to know about a mentorship program here. Dude, it's 7-Eleven. Not that there's anything wrong with 7-Eleven. <laughs> well, Jimmy, we do have a monthly snipe hunt. Well, here's the thing, Jimmy. Um, <clears throat> according to, you know, history of this building, and, and you know we've been around for quite some time, each new hire for one year brings donuts three times a week. Oh, you goddamn right I'm saying that shit. Every Friday we do a shadow puppet game with penises. <laughs> Guess the shadow puppet... Win a coaster with the company loco. <laughs> well, Jimmy, I mean, this is what we just go on and on and on for. What are the uh, mentorship programs like? Well, 
You see, I have a car that I like to have very, very, very clean. I like my dry cleaning picked up. And you do this stuff, you can go far in this company. These are the kids you would sell elevator passes to in high school. You never did that? You, you never went up to somebody and, and offered to sell them an elevator pass? I made a little bit of money. Had to give it back. <laughs> so there you go. Those are all the questions. If you don't want the job, ask. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Sack monkey. Let's see. If I was an employer and you interviewed said, look, I just want the job because of the pay. I'll work my ass off for you and make you more successful. I don't care about your culture. Uh, as long as we get along and get the work done, I can stop the process right then and there. You're hired. Amen. Uh-oh. Sacramento County has monkeypox? Uh-oh. The person is isolated at home, and there is a very minimal risk to the public. So there you go. Check out News 10 later. I'm sure Walt Gray will be all over it. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Now, now. You would think that we could end there, but I can't. This is how you can prove to EDD that you're trying to get a job, but you haven't been able to land a job because you're a cum stain human that asks stupid questions at the interview. Wait, what? There are gays in California? No. No, remember, the, the misinformation that we're spreading, if anybody asks, you see, you have to go along with this to make it fun. If anybody comes up to you and asks you, and Alicia, you would be the best at this. If anybody, like, gets scared and they say, hey, how's this monkeypox happening? You say, well, it means that, that you have either had sex with or have had sex with someone that had sex with a monkey recently. I promise you, it will stick. You know what? Let's see some. Let's see if I can. Is. I got to do this. I'll do it. Is it true that the only. Way to monkey pox is doing it with one who did have sex with a monkey. Just asking. 
There we go. Post. <laughs> I can't wait to see all the fucking messages I get on that. No, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, don't fuck any primates other than your spouse. There you go. I feel like we need to ask the CDC. Oh, that'll be a call we'll do. Hey, Alicia, I hope you can be here tomorrow because that'll be a call we do tomorrow because I have to do this story here today because it's true. It's real. It's 100%. I've, I've looked it up in one place. Satellite images show a plume of discolored water being emitted from Kavachi. The data suggests volcanic activity on several days in April and May. Kavachi has been dubbed Shark Kano. <laughs> this is real. Because two species of sharks live there. Scientists believe they have mutated to survive the hot and acidic environment. This means new sharks are in the water. Previous research has shown these plumes usually contain particular matter. However, it should not be a problem for the resident sharks, which have adapted to be thrive in those conditions. And now with this thing happening, they could be released, which means more sharks in the water. Is that, all, is that all the music we have right there? Are you kidding me? There are more fucking sharks now in the water? Oh, my God. All right, you know what? Hold on a second here. Let's see. Let, let, let's do something here because I didn't even think of the CDC for that. That would be a better way to end the show. CDC. Well, we haven't called the CDC in a long time. I wonder if it'll be the same people. Two, three, two, four, six, oh, four, six, three, six. There we go. That's why you don't Thank swim you in the ocean. CDC Info, uh-huh. a service of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. If you would like to continue in English, press one. Si desea continuar en español. To protect yourself from COVID-19, get vaccinated right away. Get a booster if you are eligible, and make sure your COVID-19 vaccination is up to date. COVID-19 vaccination is recommended for everyone ages five or older. COVID-19 community levels are a new tool to help you decide what prevention steps you can take based on whether your community has a low, medium, or high level. To protect yourself and others from COVID-19, wear the most protective mask oh, possible come on. that fits well and that you will wear consistently while in indoor public spaces 
when your community Shark has a boy high love a girl who's real. community level, at lower levels, you can still take steps. Ask them how about like getting a position at the CDC because you're interested about informing the uninformed. You are at high risk for severe illness. Oh, oh I've, I've got one for you. This, this will be fun. If you are sick or have been exposed to COVID-19. If you want to order a free at-home test no. kit. No, I don't. Test.gov. Nope. If you have no I want to talk to somebody. Internet access. If you are a medical or healthcare professional, press 1. If you are a member of the media, press 2. No. For all other questions, press 8. To repeat this menu. Here we go. CDC info representatives give health information and do not diagnose any health conditions. Please listen to the following options before making your collection. If your question is not related to COVID-19, press 3 now. For questions, please hold for the next available representative. Your call may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance. At the end of the call, please stay on the phone for a brief customer service survey. Thank you for calling, Info. My name is London. May I have your zip code, please? Uh, it is 75807. Okay, 75807. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. How can I help you this uh, afternoon? Uh, I, I do have a question. It, it's it, it's very strange, but... uh. We got a we got a okay. we we got a, one of them uh, uh, kids that down the street that's on that 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 wheel that spectrum thing and they they gave the kid uh, a, a pet monkey. Now I, I don't know if the kid okay. has diddled the monkey or anything. Do do we need to worry about monkeypox with this monkey here? Because I heard the way you get monkeypox. Is either you have relations with a monkey, or you have relations with someone who did have relations with a monkey? Okay. So you have a neighbor that has a pet monkey, and you're afraid the kid or the person is having sexual relations with the monkey, and you're worried about monkeypox. Yes, ma'am. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't want it to spread okay. here because I, I hear it's going to be a worldwide epidemic, and I, I don't want that again because we just got through the COVID thing. Okay. All right. I can help you with this. Do you mind if I place you on a quick hold? No, no, no. Please, thank you. Please, thank you. Yes, I'm going to place you on hold now. Thank you. All right. I'm placing her on mute. That's why the 3M box says that N95s and other masks can't stop vapor water-based virus, but we're required to wear masks. Ask them what's the worst disease to have, monkeypox or woke. Little neighbor kid down the street who's on the spectrum. He's on the wheel. Oh. <laughs> uh. So she's going to get this long-winded answer to me, and it's not going to answer any of my questions. See, and I know they can hear me, so that's why I put it on mute. So they can't hear anything we're saying right now. 
<laughs> yeah, I heard you have to have relations with said monkey. I got her to say that the neighbor kid, I was worried that he was having sexual relations with a monkey. That is on their, <laughs> that is on their recorder. <laughs> the neighbor kid is having sexual relations with a monkey. Oh, tell her you're going to take the monkey out back and take care of it. Possibly. <laughs> oh, that's a great drink. Should, should I put the monkey down? I'll, I'll ask her that way. Should I put the monkey down? <laughs> I may have to go on break. I'm about to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I ask her if I ma'am do you, do you need me to take the monkey down I gotta try to get through without laughing <laughs> oh this is good I love the CDC <sighs> now are you gonna need me to take Okay, thank you for holding. Yes, ma'am. So, what it says here is about monkeypox. It says monkeypox is a rare disease caused by the monkeypox virus. It says it can spread from animals to people. It can sometimes spread from person to person. Monkeypox causes fever, a headache, a backache, swollen lymph nodes, and a rash that progresses from red bumps to bumps filled with fluids, yeah, and the bumps I, that, eventually fill with scabs and fall off. Yeah, that kid's got okay. some bumps on his face. I've seen them. Okay. So, it, it, ma'am, do you need me to put the monkey down? Okay. Have you, I would not know what to do with the animal. Have you tried contacting the state health department? Uh, no, well, well, I... I saw on uh, on Fox News this morning, God bless Tucker Carlson, uh, I saw on Fox News that they are talking about this monkeypox is pretty serious now because the president even talked about it, and that's why I wanted to call y'all first. Because y'all are the bigwigs, okay. right, when it comes to disease and stuff like that, right? Right. So I, I called you first. So. Um. Should I look into like gathering a couple of my good old buddies and we'll we'll just take care of the uh, the animal and uh, maybe I don't know turn in the kid for a reward? Okay, I mean that would be your decision. Okay, so All you're right. saying that I I should probably take the monkey out. Oh, I'm not saying to kill the monkey. Um... Well, well, I'm not. I, I'm not saying kill the monkey either. I'm just saying we'll we'll take that monkey to that farm. Oh, okay. You know, the kids never ever get to see the oh, pets okay. again. Again, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, I got. You. Oh, okay. Sure. You know the, okay. the 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 Brazilian necktie. Oh. Okay. Did you want the state health department phone number? Yeah, you can go ahead and give that to me. Okay. What state are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Texas. Texas. Okay. All right. One second. I'll give you the number. Do you have any? So that number is. Okay. Go ahead. Hmm. Yes. It's one 
7111. All right. Do, mm-hmm. do, do you happen to have the number of any places that sell, like, monkey traps? No. I do not know anybody that sells monkey pox. Traps. Because I, I want to trap this monkey. Because I, yeah. I, I, I don't want this pox thing to, to take over because I just got back on my feet from the COVID. Okay. Yeah, I... Do not have a number for for monkey traps. Okay. All right. Well, ma'am, thank you. You've been very, very helpful, and uh, uh, we'll take care of this here on our end. You're welcome. God bless America. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for calling, CD. Yep. Thanks for I love you. We would like to get CD. That was a pretty good call. I got to admit, that was pretty good. Alicia, good job. Oh, man. Are they just giving a subscription to WebMD and headphones and put online? I liked how she'd go, oh, oh. After I would say something like, you want me to put the monkey down? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brazilian necktie means I slit his throat and I pull his tongue through the hole. Oh, my God. I lost a Brazilian necktie. I'm outside and I'm dead. Oh, God. They're going to kill some autistic kid, non-existent monkey. Tell them the monkey has bedroom eyes. Oh, man. All right. That's the way to end the show right there. No, no, you you, 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 get, you get runner-up for listener of the day. Braddy Kid still has listener of the day because she gave us that video of the preacher who got turned on by a 16-year-old. So there you go. Uh, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. You ain't never fell as far as when you fall in love. Except the fall you take when you've been loved and given up. When you have your heart and soul rubbed into the dirt An 80 proof bottle of tear stopper will take away the hurt Give me an 80 proof bottle of tear stopper And I'll start feeling I forgot her Get a little loose and lose her memory And I won't think I'm close to dying Cause it rise up all my crying An 80 proof bottle of tear stopper Always sets me free It ain't easy losing love Although it's turned out bad All at once you're turning off Old feelings you once had But I found a helping hand Right here in my hand an 80 proof bottle of tear stopper will help me take a man. Give me an 80 proof bottle of tear stopper And I'll start feeling I forgot her Get a little loose and lose her memory And I won't think I'm close to dying Cause it dries up all my crying An 80 proof bottle of tear 
stopper always sets me free. Give me an eighty proof bottle of tear stopper, and I'll start feeling I forgot her. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.